I will teach you the flying kick. Well, what up, son? Uh, yeah, so uh, we're back with the FGC podcast, and I've got Was my man Was my up, name. everyone. Hey, how's you know things? How to come through, though. Being fierce, you know how to come through with the tea. Oh, dude, I just noticed. Hey, oh, that's <laughs> sick, bro. Yes, sir. No, I'm good, bro. I'm good. I'm excited, man. No, I'm glad, bro. Um, yeah, just g- give us a brief rundown as to who you are and and all that okay. jazz. Hmm, where do I start? So, I mean, quick rundown. I'm a Mortal Kombat for the most part. Mortal Kombat streamer slash player. Uh, I've traveled a lot for the game and a lot of fighting games now. Look past five or so years is where I started competing. So I've been playing for about five years and I started traveling 2018. Got addicted at that point and. I haven't really looked back since, you know, I've, I do a lot of content, so a lot of YouTube and Twitch as well, as still playing at a very high level. Um, I haven't had a chance to travel in like the last two years, obviously, but looking forward to get back into that. So those are kind of, that's kind of where I'm at right now. You know, I've done pretty well overseas. I've never won any really big majors overseas, but I've done pretty well, but still really want to get a big win overseas. Um, I've won pretty much everything in Australia slash OC at this point. So, uh, you know, this pretty much been playing fighting so yeah like i said last five years still just working on becoming better like everyone else is playing still is you know we're also trying to get better um, i really focused the last year especially on content so um as well as playing i've really started focusing a lot more on making content and kind of making that a really big priority of mine as well as competing still so yeah. kind of just a balance of everything so yeah just a huge fighting game fan and competitor slash content creator you know influencer whatever you want to call it um, yeah <laughs> i like fighting games that's that's pretty much it well yeah that's that's being humble at its best like you've taken a lot of titles in australia you were talking about the tournaments overseas how you haven't had too much what what would be the order in terms of the ones you would want to win honestly like anything with most of the top players in attendance is like and like traveling there and winning any event really i'm i'd be super happy to do that like i've been really close i've made like a bunch of like top 16s and like done pretty well in terms of like compared to like the average player i've done pretty well but like it's you know there's like that hunger that of course like i'm I always want to i actually want to beat them and actually win and like because i know i can do it and I've, I've had a lot of like pretty close calls but i haven't had enough enough success over there yet for me to be satisfied so i, I just want to win a major over there pretty much um especially when the game is like really alive because like you know, a lot of times fighting games, like, they start off, there's a lot of entrance, and then, like, over the last, the next few years, they slowly, like, get a bit lower. Yeah. Um, and I did really well the first year MK11, so, like, now if I went there and won, it wouldn't be, to me, as satisfying, because, like, it's a lot, obviously, it's a lot smaller. Um, so, I want to win in a game when it's, like, when it's at its peak, like, at the highest level. Um, and even if the game has, slow, like, smaller entrance, but a lot of the really strong players are there, like, that. that's really all I want to do. I just want to beat strong players. Like, I don't really doesn't really matter how many like which tournament it is or where it's at or anything like that as long as there's really strong players there and like um i'm not going to get discredited for like winning an, an event there um yeah that's that's pretty much it yeah no fair enough no i know what you mean you want it to be at its hype so that you can face the best and beat them over exactly, here in exactly. new zealand right now there's not really an mk presence there's still a few people that touch the game yeah, yeah, I, yeah I think yeah. you know some of the names that still play yeah of course, of course but what about australia like how's the scene now with mk so i mean obviously everything is kind of like still in this weird like we're going online then we go back to offline and we've been online so like the last few years have been a bit weird um but i mean online community like we had a big tournament yesterday and it was very very strong like a lot of the a lot of the players kind of have like because obviously um the other one announced that they weren't updating the game anymore um and that did make some people kind of like lose a little bit of interest but whenever there's a big tournament the 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 players that enter are really really strong so like the amount of players is small but the level of play is very high 
So it's like, it kind of balances it out. You know, obviously we don't have a, like hundreds and hundreds of players um, in a tournament, but like the top, like top 16 is all like insanely strong. So like, it doesn't really matter how many are in there anyway. Yeah. So um, I think the level plays really good. It, it's really fun right now. Um, the tournament yesterday that we played was like just super high level. And it's, it's really fun because for a while, there was probably only like five players that were considered like really strong in Australia. Um, and now it's kind of a really good mix, especially um, even with, like you said, the New Zealand players as well, you know, they're a lot stronger now and they've actually been entering a lot more too. So um, yeah, I think it's in a good spot when there's tournaments happening. It's just the only really thing that we're missing is this frequency of tournaments because like, um, obviously, like I said, offline have been happening. So um, it's kind of up to us to make the initiative to consistently have like online tournaments. Yeah, and that price pool for that tournament was, it was uh, fucking yeah. huge, man. It was crazy, bro. Like, and it was all community driven. Like, there was no sponsor at all. Like, it was literally all the community. So, I think it was almost. I think it ended up just under three thousand Australian, which is pretty crazy. Like, that's and that was that was all that all happened in about two weeks. So, like, it got announced like two weeks ago, and then it all happened that quickly. So, yeah, pretty no, insane. Yeah, no, it's pretty sick, man. Could you take us back to the time before? your reign of Mortal Kombat. What was Whittlewares like? What's the reason behind your name? How did you get into fighting games? How is okay. the question? The, the reason why my name is... Uh, everyone asks me this, and it's like the most boring like story ever. So like my name, my real name is Tasman. Um, and then a lot of people just call me Taz for short. And I don't know when or like what year or how, but like a long time ago, just evolved to Waz at some point. And then I don't know why, but I remember like 2009, like I remember I got an Xbox and I had to make a game tag. And like, obviously I couldn't get the three letter tag. So... <laughs> I think I, I don't know how I came up with it, but that was kind of where like the whole Wasmanator thing came from. But if I could, I'll transition that part away and just stay as Was. But you know, that's just kind of where that came from. Um, in terms of like other games, I've always like played video games, like always. Like I can't even really remember the time I I didn't really play it. Um, and I've always been pretty competitive as well, like just in everything. And even with Mortal Kombat, like, I've always been a big Mortal Kombat fan. Like from from like I think the, one of the first games I ever played was like Mortal Kombat trilogy when I was like. I don't know, pretty young, probably too young to play it, but I did play it back then. Um, so I played Mortal Kombat Trilogy, and then I've pretty much played every other every other Mortal Kombat game since then, um, except for Mortal Kombat 9, because it was banned. But um, in terms of, like, competing or anything, I never I never really competed in any games except a little bit of, like, Call of Duty a really long time ago, but, I mean, I was ass, so didn't really get anything from it. <laughs> yeah. um, but then, yeah, so I, I always just played games, always loved games. Like, that's just, I still do love games, but obviously it's more of a competitive thing now than anything. Um, and then, yeah, MKX came out, and then I kind of left it for a little bit. I didn't really touch it for the first few months, but then one day I just decided I was like, you know, I'm just gonna treat myself by by a random game, and then I just decided to buy Mortal Kombat X, and then that was it, I guess. That was kind of where it all started. Okay, I know for some people there's been a person or a specific player in their path that has educated them about the fighting game scene frame data character knowledge was yeah. there any person that played that role for you yeah for sure there was this i remember like i remember like very vividly this one of my he's one of my good friends now like back then because the game uh was all online so like a lot of us were playing online so this was like peak mkx probably like five months into the game so there were so many people and i remember i was playing and like i didn't really i watched it at that time i was watching like a bit of tournaments and like i watched like eva and like a couple other tournaments so i kind of i knew that like you could play the game like at a high level but i didn't really know what i was doing like i was very very bad uh and i remember i ran into this guy a few times in like ranked and he was just destroying me like so bad and i was just like i generally like it's it basically like he felt like sonic fox at the time like this felt like the best player in the whole world like there's no way i would ever beat him and he was the one who introduced me like he's like yeah man there's like offline tournaments like there's 
that like you can play this game like really like high level like you can come and then he started teaching me about frame data and he's like you should come to an event and then once he said that like i went to my first event and because of him like that's where it all started pretty much so pretty crazy <laughs> nice um mk9 interesting you mentioned that because i do remember that game got banned in australia and yeah yeah what, how was that like um at the, at the time so i was probably like uh maybe like 15 or i don't even know how old i was maybe like 15 or 16 when that game came out so uh, at the time i wasn't really like i didn't even really care too much at the time um and then i think i remember like two years after the game came out one of my friends actually he was like he had the game and he was like dude you want to like borrow this game whatever i, I played it for about like five minutes like no, i played it for like five days and then i was like uh this is boring as dude i'm like i don't want to play this like it's so boring so like it's weird <laughs> to think about like the fact that i had mk9 back then i couldn't have just started back then bro yeah but, yeah no i don't know something something with it back then i just wasn't really feeling it i guess but in terms of the scene there was a very small scene in australia for mk9 even when it was banned like it was literally like 10 players but i mean that's where it all started here i guess that was literally the first for most countries and regions that was the first competitive mortal kombat game as well yeah. besides umk3 but yeah that's true and then MKX, which had a really, I like the aesthetic of that game, and I love how it did jump a lot forward in time. So you had like the new generation. Yeah. Of did you vibe MKX with that was... at least? Yeah, I mean, I vibed with the old MKX to be honest. Even from the as soon as it was announced, it looked really good. And I mean, that time, as soon as I tried it, I was like, yeah, this is like this is super addicting. It kind of just had more of a like very more not modern, but like it just had a different feel to MK compared to MK9, and it was very it was very fast paced and kind of in a weird way easier for me to pick maybe just the way the time i picked it up was making it easier for me but um i don't know something with me clicked something with that game clicked to me very quickly so i'm not sure what it was but yeah they, that game overall was very sick and they, they did a very good very good way of like revealing it and announcing it but it also probably helped that the game wasn't banned for two years so that probably hyped me up a bit more too yeah no that's true <laughs> and then obviously mk11 um I love the guest characters. I love the battle dynamics. It was good that they gave offensive and defensive options with the meta. It wasn't yeah. just breakaways. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Initially, how did you start off with MK11? Yeah, well, at that time, I'm already like, by the time MK11 was revealed, I'm already like extremely established and like already have, you know, a very at a very smaller scale, but like I already had results and like I was doing content and stuff like that. So I was kind of like, I was as hard as I could possibly be. Like I was so excited for it. And then, I knew when MK11 dropped, like, I was going to go extremely serious and, like, not that I wasn't already, but, like, this was kind of where I was going to try as much as I can to take it to the next level, like, and that's when I started traveling a lot. I think I traveled for, like, maybe six international tournaments for MK11, so, like, quite a bit, and, um, yeah, as soon as that game was revealed, it was, like, it was just GG's. I was, like, I I'm going all in pretty much. <laughs> yeah. yeah, say goodbye to the friends of the social life, eh? Yeah, it was the first, the first few months of that game was, uh, insane insane it came out around 2019 it was yeah, first it was, at bam like, 11 right like, yeah, yeah it was like april or may 2019 was when it first came out around there somewhere and bam was the first event yeah so that was pretty. how did you do in that bam event yeah uh got the first place of that one and then i went straight to uh combo breaker right after that as well i also had um i got lucky and very blessed by the australian and like oc community that i got invited to the summit of time right before bam that was like a week after the game was released so it was extremely close to like after release so i got to travel to um california and play against like literally everyone and like all the best players like top 16 it was insane um so i had a pretty big edge i guess over the australian community at that point in at bam like it would have been very hard for me to lose that because i just played with like the world's best 16 for like four days straight so 
yeah. had a very good advantage. And you guys, you you guys know how to run events compared to New Zealanders. You just have a lot more money, more resources, more things to yeah, tap into. Yeah, I think I think we're just a bit. Um, there's obviously more people as well, so it's like a lot. It's a bit easier that in that regard. Um, there's just way more people, so it's like a bit of a different perspective in that regard. Yeah. If you weren't stuck competing in Mortal Kombat, with yeah. what would you be doing instead? Would you have an idea? Uh, do you mean fighting games, or do you mean this in general? Gaming in general, you know? Would you be a speedrunner? Yeah. Would you uh, play honestly, racing I games even, I think if I didn't start competing in like this, I would be doing something on YouTube still. Like I've always known some sort of YouTube content or like video-related like film content, something like that. Yeah. I'd be in that, that space for sure, like some sort of like YouTube or like filmmaking, something like that. Oh, nice. Any particular like films or favorite things you'd want to film? Not really. I, I was huge into like skate, skate, like skateboard videos back in the day. Um, so maybe if that was a thing, that's sort of thing now. So maybe something like that. Um, that was a pretty big passion of mine a while back. But yeah, um, yeah I, I was doing film like stuff before I started competing like a long time ago. But I was doing that like that was my job at one point. So yeah. Um, that would probably be something I'll, I'd probably still be doing that to be honest but yeah but you're, I am. you're in yeah you're in a really great position you know you're competing in Mortal Kombat but also your growth as a content creator which I definitely respect it takes a lot of time and work yeah, and just bro. dedication to stick at it to get to what 11k subs right now or even uh, it's way more than that now it's it's, it's a lot more now it's yeah. at uh, almost 18,000 on YouTube so Mate, um, that's, pretty insane man yeah congrats man have you have you learned any have you learned anything from it in terms of you know when people go oh i might look at doing the content creation thing i'll be like oh it's the biggest thing the biggest thing is consistency like if you if you slack like it doesn't mean you have to be like 24 7 grind like chad mindset like gotta be a god like grinder like you just have to be consistent you know whatever actually like as long as it's pretty as long as it's like very good content and it's consistent even if it's like once a week twice a week like for example on youtube um you know that's the biggest thing that will make you get an advantage over most people like especially in Mortal Kombat, like if I'm being honest, like there's not that much competition because so many people are like lazy and inconsistent with it, and um, that's where that's why I'm in the spot I'm in now because I haven't been I've been so consistent and um, I'm obviously very like uh, what's the word I'm very like particular about making it the the best view as possible like make them extremely high quality and like not even visually but like actually from a, just a viewer perspective as in like engaging and entertaining um, I've really focused on that as well so. You know, if I was going to say anything, yeah, be consistent and also really think about the audience for the, for the game. Like, 95 to, like, actually way higher. Literally, like, 99% of the game are not even playing in tournaments or anything. So, like, don't try and cater your whole content around being the best player. You know, try and make it entertaining and fun. As soon as I started doing that, that's when my channel exploded. As soon as I stopped, like, trying to show off that I'm, like, a really, really strong player and mix it with, like, entertainment, that's when my channel, like, flew. So, that's, that's my advice. I mean, you can... There's some exceptions, like for example, like Sonic Fox and Ninja Killer, like the two best players. They can, they can just play because they're this. Their gameplay is just extremely fun to watch and insane. So, they have an exception. But you know, if when you're not in that spot, uh, you know, try and mix it up, make it a bit more fun. And if something's not working, find the reason why and like change it. Don't, don't just stick to something that's not working and hope that it's going to work eventually. You know, there's reasons for, there's, there's ways to make it work. So you know, you have to be very like smart about it. Yeah, no, I agree, bro. I do like your videos. You do have a certain attitude that comes off as very, it, it, it gets people to come back. And what about the Time yeah. Out podcast? Forgive me if I'm out of the loop, but are you coming back to that at any time soon? I don't I don't think that's really kind of my thing these days. I, I did enjoy it, but I felt like it just kind of, 
I don't know, I felt like it wasn't my thing. It was at the time, it felt good, and I, I did enjoy it at the time, but I kind of feel like it doesn't really bring much value to my content these days. Um, I do have a plan to do, like, more, like, of a podcasty thing, but a lot shorter and, like, more, like, interview, like, literally, like, 10-minute video styles, like, very small, like, interview-style videos instead of, like, a long podcast. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, just quick and digestible, kind of, eh? Yeah, yeah, that's kind of my plan now because I think that's kind of the direction... I mean, most, like, a lot of YouTube channels are going, especially mine, like, a lot of my videos are, like, 10 to 15 minutes, and um, I honestly enjoy, like, shorter videos like that these days anyway, so probably go to something like that, and I also think, like, a lot of creators right now, especially in that more commercial scene, could easily just get, like, get themselves, get they get themselves known, like, on their own now, especially. A lot of, like, a lot of my uh, motivation back then was to get, like, more personal with everyone but since everyone a lot of people are streaming a lot more now like they kind of already doing it themselves so um that's kind of why i haven't really felt like doing it lately and i kind of just felt like the focus of my content right now is just extremely entertaining and fun and i feel like a podcast from from my from my podcast like the ones i was doing that they were they were in, informative and like they were fun but it was very like dragged on a little bit so i mean i didn't i'm not a podcast like host or anything professional so it wasn't really my space, but I did like it. But um, don't really plan on bringing it back in that format, at least. No, fair enough. I did. I did enjoy your attempt at it, and it looked very clean. You know, um, yeah. I changed the look of mine every every guests, but you know, yeah, you're crazy, bro. Bro, I respect the effort, but I'm like you. You know, I wasn't meant to be on the mic. You know, I was supposed to be behind the scenes on the other side. <laughs> um, but I just do it just because it's. I do it. I think. I think. Yeah. I think you're doing a, uh, a very good job of it. Yeah, and you, um, you, you've got like a very good production quality, and which is like. And that's something I, I value extremely highly as well. So yeah, it's really good, man. Yeah, hey, just one just one guest at a time. I get what you mean, though. There are just times like you feel like for the for who you were as a content creator, the podcast just didn't fit to your exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's exactly what I mean. Like it just at the time it was okay. I mean, it kind of did, and then it just kind of the passion wasn't there after I did a few episodes, and it was kind of just like I felt like I was forcing it. So I'm like, I'm not gonna force it. I'll just leave it for now. No, fair um, but I'm not going to say, I'm not going to bin it forever. Maybe it'll come back, but I don't know. No idea. Oh, well. To, to be seen, we'll right? Yeah. To, yeah, we'll, we'll see. see. I, yeah, I mean, I, I have a few memories of Mortal Kombat. One of which is my cousin had this uh, VHS tape, and it was the first time they had a Mortal Kombat, like, 3D animation uh, <laughs> type fight thing. It was from Mortal Kombat The Journey Begins. Um, this is going back to VHS, so probably before your time. It's so yeah. It's so crazy to kind of look back at what it originally was this was around the time that the the original movie came out um, yeah and they made a movies. they made a big movies. deal out of this 3d oh they're fighting in 3d you know uh, yeah looking back now I'm just like oh my god they look so terrible it's crazy man the, the game the franchise has come a long way and like the fact that i'm like in a spot i mean just because of that game being created is crazy bro like it's just crazy to think about like that yeah what did you think of the new um the new the new live action movie that they came up with i thought it was pretty it was fun it was fun I, I my it wasn't amazing like if from a movie standpoint it was not very good but from a mortal kombat fan if you're a mortal kombat fan you'll enjoy it and like it's a bit fun yeah but i think overall like i mean it's not an amazing movie but it's it's still fun i i, I didn't go in trying to take it too serious or like expect too much so i just had fun with it you know got to see some like cool characters do some of their stuff but it was pretty much Kano the movie, so it was a bit interesting. But oh yeah, because he's the Australian, right? Yeah, because he's yeah, yeah. And they were just like they just made Kano do way too much, but it was fun. It was still fun. Now, he he won over the audience, and he hadn't. Sure, and he was yeah. just from the trailer. 
um yeah yeah i was i think i had i think i had butter drawn here once and i was just saying it's crazy like even the animation the mortal kombat animation series looks looks sick and i was quite surprised yeah Yeah. and and i'm surprised with the with the movie as well some questionable story plots but you know overall it was okay no they did good and yeah the new animation animated movie stuff's crazy man they're really good would you welcome a sequel did they do any of your characters justice (laughs) Or... Uh, I mean, I don't, I'm not like personally attached to like too many characters th- these days. Uh, so I mean, I'm happy. I'm happy for another movie. I mean, if they if they want to do another one, I'm all for it, man. It was fun. It was it was genuinely fun. So I'm about it. Yeah. Did you? I mean, that Cole character was. Um, it was nice that they used him as a tool to yeah. guide people who weren't familiar with the MK history. But for yeah. for actual fans, they would have been like Cole. Who is this? Exactly. Character? Yeah. You, yeah, you yeah. don't serve but no purpose. They needed to do it, but I mean, uh, that they. Sorry, I'm going to say spoiler, but I mean, I'm sure you, if you're watching this, you've probably watched it at this point, but like yeah. with the Johnny Cage thing at the end, you know, um, that was, they, they kind of reveal like maybe there's going to be a part two and it will have Johnny in it. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm about it. I, I'll do anything for some more Mortal Kombat stuff, really. I don't mind. So, I think it'll be fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, Mortal Kombat, decent game, good franchise. I did mention the guest characters as well. Um, yeah. Were there some guest characters that you thought maybe should have made the game? cut i think i honestly am like extremely happy with what they did in mk11 i think all the guest characters are like really really good i'm not like a, i'm not even a terminator fan or robocop fan at all but like those characters being in the game together especially was really good um rambo as well like i mean all the more 11 guest characters are really good in my opinion i think all of them i wouldn't i wouldn't have changed any of them like i think it was great so uh, obviously there's room for other characters there always will be you know there'll always be another guest character that could be added but i think they did great maybe something like another um horror movie type character they always fit very well in mortal kombat games and um who knows i think i think they're all really good to be honest what game which guest character do you enjoy playing the most um spawn's probably the spawn's probably the most fun he's he really feels like i I don't even like really know spawn like that but like when you look at him he feels exactly like the way you think he's gonna play like he just feels very powerful and very strong and he's like super like fast and and it just it makes everyone explode. So it's like you know those kind of characters are always really fun. I think Spawn is the best guest character, one of the best guest characters ever in like any fighting game. To be honest, like the way he's designed and the way he plays, and how well they like actually made it work. It's just really impressive. So better be Spawn for sure. One of the changes I liked that they did to MK was where you can break away when you're getting like juggled but there was a certain move that hits you when you're trying to break away yeah i like that i like that mix up where it's just like you know you can extend your combo but then it's really good yeah it's it's good good. yeah it opens a lot of reset options and mind games yeah yeah initially when uh spawn because spawn was the first character to have a move that could do that there was nobody else at the time so when spawn got released he was the first character that could do that now pretty much everybody or everybody has one now so um it does make it a bit more fun and you know breakaway initially was a pretty um hated mechanic i guess at first because it was like pretty low risk but now that there's armor breaks and stuff the meta definitely like changed a lot more yeah who's um who's who's notorious for using breakaway quite a lot in the australian scene everybody bro everybody it's it's still it's still too good it's still too good like it's still a bit too strong yeah yeah well i apologize wes because i thought i was looking up your tweets you know prior to recording with you and right. i thought you were headed to ceo but i made the mistake you said i baited everyone bro, bro you, you told me it was a meme and i was like why would th- why would that be a meme? Dude, if, you, if you don't know if you don't, if you didn't know and you saw that tweet you'll believe it well to give some quick context 2019 
we I actually went to see you in 2019 and I went to Comic Breaker and we took that photo I posted was when I went to Comic Breaker 2019 and then every single event that happened that whole year we just posted the same photo saying like to this event up to this event like every single event and like we'll just get a few people but eventually everyone caught on um, you tried to do a top rating you were just like putting yourself in every moment yeah like... dude I, I was just like all right up to this event guys see you there and like i just did that for a while but then like then events stopped happening but then like everyone forgot about that photo no one remembered so i'm like oh, i'm just gonna post it again see what we we'll see what happens and just like everyone believed it so and no one uh, questioned like wait he's wearing the same outfit when he's in the airport. i think literally like maybe like five people out of like a few hundred like questioned it so i think it was pretty good mm-hmm. well, i guess tiptoeing back a little bit you know we're talking about your content creation i've seen some yep. beautiful moments happen for you and i saw one where i think you may have been streaming and some kid was coming up against you in a lobby and he's like oh my god what's yeah. my leader? oh my god oh my god, yeah, my god. And, yeah. you, and your reaction was just so nice it was so so it's og crazy, it was just like, like oh that's cool man oh that's nice. it's just Thank like you. it's just because like that's not really a common thing especially you know over the last like for example i only had three thousand subscribers in march so it's oh, like just three thousand yeah i know i know it sounds like <laughs> it's still a lot and i was very happy at the time but like you know considering how many more people watch my stuff now that's that's that never happened before the three thousand like that before March, something like that's never really happened. So it's like, there's like a really cool moment. Like it's cool to see that people like, even someone reacting like that is crazy, man. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, we're we're just all playing the fighting. We're just all playing games, man. Enjoying it. So it's like it's a very surreal kind of moment seeing someone react like that. To see but that, it's cool, yeah, yeah. To see that someone like you are, like not being sappy, but to someone else, they see you as the Sonic Fox in the situation. Yeah, yeah. Like, like someone oh like God. they're like the fact that someone's reacting like that is just crazy to me it's like i don't even know how to explain it so it's like yeah it's a very it's a very cool moment have you ever had another moment that hasn't been been on stream or hasn't been seen by the public similar to that like just any other kind um i get maybe nothing like nothing like that but i get i do get a lot of like messages and like um stuff like that but i mean i I respond to pretty much everybody so it's like you know at at the end of the day it's just it's really just like a conversation with anyone but I've never had any like crazy big moments like that before that I can really remember. I know back in like um, 2019, I had some pretty cool moments like because that was like peak MK11 and I did pretty well in the first few months. Like met a lot of really nice people and they were really excited to meet me back then. So yeah, man, a lot of people have been riding with me for a while. So it's it's really cool. It's awesome. Is there someone that you would like to meet in the future, whether it be a player, a commentator, a, some, yeah. some, some celebrity fighting game profile, anyone? I don't know. I feel like I've I feel like I've really like met a lot of them already. Um, I don't think there's anyone in particular I can think of. I'd love to just hang out with a lot of a lot more of them and see like especially. I just want to play with all the good MK players again. To be honest, more than anything. Um, so that would just be that's the biggest thing right now. And especially now that I've done such like I'm, I'm at a, such a bigger spot in terms of like content and like um, following as well. I'd love to do more collaborations with a lot of YouTubers. So that's something whenever the next game drops i expect to do a lot more of those so we'll yeah. see we'll definitely touch on that the whole future games question mark but sure. um, <laughs> are you able to give us a, a hint as to what kind of content you want to make or are you putting things in the pot already um yeah i've got a few things so like like i said with the interview things i've got a plan with that already um i spoke to a few people and it's going to be extremely like i don't know if you've ever seen like the rapid fire interviews that um ign does i think it's ign um oh yeah like, so like for example ed boone did like 160 questions with ed boone and it was like it was like 10 minutes of like really fast questions so like smaller scale but like something like that um 
And then when offline events happen again, I'll be doing like a lot of vlogs again. They'll come back for sure. And then a lot more, a lot more in-person content when offline comes back. But as of right now, it's still limited to online, but there's going to be a lot more collabs when offline comes back. And especially when I'm in, when I'm in America and I can play everybody, like I'll be able to get, make so much more content against like a bunch of other players as well. So yeah, that's the only real limiting thing for me right now. I think being in Australia is like, I can't play against a lot of, a lot of the bigger names. So like collaboration wise, it's a bit harder besides outside of gameplay. I can't really do any gameplay like collaboration. So yeah, that's uh, really, that's, that's really where I'm at. Yeah. No, nah, that's good. Yeah. You know, you're in a good spot and I would assume, and I would guess that you would, yeah, there's certain people that you want to connect with and make content. You mentioned America. So their CEO, I know that happened a few weeks ago. Yep. I thought you were real and said you were going, but I forgot it's still <laughs> COVID. Um, and this is just a compilation of some hi- of just some highlights for the for the tournament. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. What did what, what, really you think of the CEO run? It was great. I mean, the the two the two grand finalists were brothers from Chile, and they're six. They're both sixteen year old twins. So the fact that they won is really really impressive. I think you know when when the next game drops or like when everyone is at the big majors again and all everybody's playing, like it's gonna be extremely extremely high level and stacked so it's exciting but it's also uh, scary as a competitor to travel to an event like that because yeah. that's extremely hard so it's hype though if this was you if you made the top eight because they do the yeah. infamous wrestling intro with your yeah. chosen soundtrack you got to tell me what would you wear and what would your soundtrack oh, be? oh bro i, I think this is like everyone's like if they could make ceo top eight it's like i want they yeah, want I to get their walk in. Start, bro. I, I, I literally don't have a good enough answer here right now. All I can say, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you at CEO 2022. That's when I'll tell you. Oh, yeah. when I, well, you'll, you'll see it at CEO 2022. You'll tell us <laughs> by actually making top eight. Yeah, exactly. Nah, that's nice. Yeah, there's some killer intros that I've seen players do. Yeah, man, um, there's some good ones. There's some ass ones too, though. Don't forget, there's some pretty trash ones. Pr- yeah. Or, pr- yeah, pretty weird ones. Yeah, some really weird ones as well. Like, Sometimes they're just not not taking the opportunity, bro. Yeah, people missing the mark. Like, we, what were you going for again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro, sick. Yeah. Um, the way yeah the grand final because that's another thing I wanted to to talk to you about the way that played out. Not, crazy. N- cra- okay, crazy, but not your conventional grand final run, especially for a grand final reset. I love the fact that they are brothers, and I love that you could sense that sportsmanship throughout the match. But yeah, how many chest reflex did they do? <laughs> I think it was like yeah, it was a lot. And the weirdest part is like it looks like it's a meme, but it's actually like kind of legit. Like you, the only way you can beat that move is by like there's two ways. You can either reflect it or you can floss block it. But there's no reason not to reflect it. So it's like they did. They were actually doing the right thing. It just looked so dumb. Has that ever happened? Have you ever seen that though in a tournament match before, where it's just been two night wings? I don't. Probably not in a grand finals or a high or a top eight like that ever. And no one even really plays that character, so definitely not actually. Oh, have you got no night wolves in Australia? Uh not really. A, a couple like not. No one really making like high like top eights with night wolf. So rarely. There's one player, but we are. You never see a night wolf mirror ever. So no. Yeah. <laughs> I think I was ca- I was catching the stream and I caught the um. It should be coming up soon, but it was the Kotal Khan shield crushing blow. And I saw you in the comments yeah. saying, oh man, that shit was hype. And I was like, yeah, that was, that was actually <laughs> pretty hype that moment. Yeah. Yeah, bro. It's crazy, man. Oh, it's coming up soon. But yeah. Um, yeah, this was a great tournament to, to somewhat wrap up the, the year. It just kind of puts the sting, you know, 
just like yeah i really want offlines to come back we've just had our um christmas damager this weekend so offlines have somewhat come back with yeah i think new zealand's had quite a had quite a few events going on even online too so it's really good to see they've always you guys have always had a lot of events going on though like non-stop i feel like yeah yeah i just wish that you know the games would start strong and then they could keep on they could keep on showing up like unfortunately mk never really because mk was there at evo 2019 and then it had the evo 19 and then 2020 it had its own pro tour which you took part in i think yeah yeah so it, it was there in 2019 as a pro comp as well but i think i don't know what happened in 2020 like evo just decided like uh we're not gonna part, partner i guess i don't i don't know what happened but um yeah i don't i don't know exactly what about i agree with what you're saying like you wish that people would like stick around and play a lot longer uh, especially i mean in any game really that there's always a drop off but i think the biggest reasoning that a lot of more kind of players don't come to offlands is because the game's netcode is just so good it's like um it's a lot easier sometimes to just stay home and play online so that's probably a big uh big reason why as well that's true at the time that mk was still around we had a player called butterjaw um a yeah. few other uh, there's a group over here called the Tinger Boys, and there was a few players like Simp and Dusiki that were playing. I think the last time we had MK here was 2020 Nats, and it was Butterjaw and Dusiki. It was a Kotal Khan versus Noob Cybot for a grand final. Yeah, Butterjaw won, right? I yeah, that. yeah, Butterjaw won. But we never had the pleasure of seeing uh, the likes of Swazzy and Boy. Yeah, Boy Swazzy and we've Boy. Never, we've never seen them offline. Oh, I think we've seen Boy offline Boy, once. Boy won an NZ event offline. Well, Gilbag's another Australian player traveled to. I can't remember what the name that's was. That's what it was. was it was 2019. He did show up in yeah, 2019. Yeah, 2019. Yeah. That's what it was. And Boy has come to Australia for offline events as well. So I don't think he's like... He's not really... I don't know why. He's It's got a, a very interesting uh, schedule. So I'm not sure... Um, why he doesn't go to offline but maybe this the incentive isn't now i'm not sure really yeah we just but he's only he's come to a few and he's really good he's he he's really really good yeah swazzy and that's another name i've heard of a lot um yep. i think butterjaw told me that he would kind of be the top guy from mk right now um but it's so hard to assess the other levels because we haven't had an offline mortal Kombat tournament for a while yeah 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 it's um, so i think i think in terms of like MK right now, me, Boy, and Swazi are the top three, hundred percent. Like, there's no, there's no questioning that. Like, everyone, in, everyone else is pretty close, but us three, like, we pretty much will beat everyone, like, for the most part. Um, not every time, but like, pretty decent, decent win rate against most people. Us three, so. Yeah. So, what's your mentality when you face Swazi and when you face Boy? um when i face boy uh pray to god and hope i guess right and then if i play against swazzy i mean he's a he's a pretty young kid i think he's literally like 17 now he's, he's pretty young so um i know i have a huge edge over him mentally so i can kind of once i get a lead i'm pretty confident i'm gonna like not win but i'm pretty i'm pretty confident that i'm gonna like be in his head a little bit at least like for example in a tournament yesterday or in previous tournaments like He'll, he might win a first set in like winner side, but if I get into loser side against him, I'm I'm usually always going to beat him because his mental is a little bit like he's got a little bit of a weak mentality right now. So um, that's that's the biggest edge I have over him. But boy, yeah, boy is just very strong. He's he's very good mentally and he's a really strong player. So he's just very very hard to beat. Yeah, we will get to that tournament that you played in against um, these guys. I think boy, there was one match where I think you were saying you were just making the wrong reads, right? I don't even know, but I wish I could tell you. <laughs> it's literally like, yeah, I don't know. He's 
he's such a good player, like with the 50 50 game. So, yeah, he, he cooked me yesterday, I'll admit. I know, you did good. You did good. Um, yeah, I cover that moment, the pop off. So is. great. I actually so love good, that bro. moment because of the pop off. Yeah. <laughs> Look at him, bro. That's an amazing moment. That is such yeah. a cool moment, especially because he's not a he's not a uh, US player either. So really yeah. cool to see. Chile and A just putting this country on the map. Yeah, man. Uh, but yeah, just that bloody that grand final, like, yeah, just I don't know. It, 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 one, it just it was very different. It was very different. I mean, what I'm asking you is, if this was on Australian soil, and if these were two Australian players, if if Abi or if uh, Yusuf saw this, like. I don't know. Would they? Would they take it? Would they be all right with it? Yeah, they'd be fine with it. I reckon. I think. I honestly think it was like. I can see. I can see why some people are like this is kind of sus. But I mean, overall, the whole grand final, they were playing priest like try hard for like almost everything. Obviously, the reflect moment looked a bit like a meme, but yeah. honestly, it wasn't actually that bad to be honest. I think it was fine, and like the fact that it was the two brothers, like they were both happy, like regardless of the result. I feel like so like yeah they could see them trying to do it now like um i think they were just like having fun at that point and like just they still tried very hard in most of the matches and i i didn't even think they were trolling at all to be honest yeah no it did kind of hurt in the chat when people were saying banned rigged you know these brothers shouldn't yeah, be in yeah. the grand final but they've earned their spot you know jabaley no, said they, it everyone can hold everyone can hold that shit there these guys are ridiculous they're only 16 like what yeah and i mean the way they were playing nightwolf just <laughs> does that kind of affirm the character's strength with the with the current think, status of the game i think yeah a lot of people do underrate the character and like people underrate a lot of characters in this game and like downplay them quite a bit just because honestly the top tier characters are very 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 strong um the fact that this was like a night with mirror like made it a little bit a little bit different to see the character's strength but i mean these guys put on a show regardless and they could have played any character and made the matches really good and could probably compete with anyone with like almost any character so I think I think they did a very good job of grand finals, and they used some critical characters as well. So it was really good. Yeah. What would be your typical character? I mean, it would really depend on the player that you face at grand finals. But because you specialize with various characters, but what character do you normally go to for a grand final setting? Definitely depends on the matchup. Like honestly, the last like ten tournaments I've played in, I've played like probably a different character every single time. Um, I, I, I really enjoy like playing multiple characters, so that's probably like one of my biggest strengths as well. Like I can swap characters really easily and like not really feel any difference. I I can kind of do the same I can be almost at the same level like almost all the characters that I play and I play it like pretty much everybody, so um I don't really have a go to pick, but like you'll see if you look at my any of my results, you'll literally see like the last like seven tournaments have all been different grand finals characters probably, so I don't know if I can go to, but it just depends on the matchup. I'll, I'll happily just like pick the best matchup for me most of the time, depending on if I'm in losers or winners. But like if I'm in winners, I'll just probably play something for fun at first, and then I usually like will use the winner side if I'm in grand to like test something out and see how it goes in a tournament setting. If it doesn't work, then I'll just swap to like get the job done kind of thing. But yeah, I usually swap between characters quite a bit. You, you'll never really see the same characters for me for the most part. Is that there? It is. Yep. For like a good 30 seconds god oh my god that's crazy bro see it's and it's hard to say like oh yeah like okay they're just of course you know that's what you have to do when you're playing a night you know playing with nightwolf yeah, yeah yeah would you say that that adds to your oh sorry man 
Now you're good. Um, now go on. Would you say your multi-character speciality would that is that a big main reason for your your level of of your level of success to your strength? I think in the most recent events, yes. Uh, previously, I've I've stuck with just one or two characters and still done pretty well. But in some situations, it's hurt me. Like it's been good and bad. Like it's overall, yes, it's probably helped me. But sometimes I've had like because I have so many options, I'll like pick the wrong character in the matchup, and it's like hard to kind of like judge how how I'll go in that matchup, and I might lose because of that. But usually, it usually helps, and I would say it's it's very good to have like a lot of options because some people like will get stuck and they like even me like back in 2019 i had only one character so when i traveled if i ran into a bad matchup i literally just had to play the bad matchup and i was like i couldn't do anything about it so um playing multiple characters is always good at least like have a pocket that's like pretty close to your main so i always try and have a few characters yeah so could you could you choose your top three or is it just two top three they... is like probably like frost Sindel, well, all the ones I used yesterday, Frost, Sindel, and Jade were the three I used yesterday. Yeah. Um, Cassie is probably my strongest. Like, I honestly think she's like, well, those four are like my strongest characters, so I always just swap between those, really. Um, but I literally, like, I can't even exaggerate anymore. I literally play a different character, like, every tournament. Like, I always have a few that I kind of always jump, they always jump in at some point, but, like, you always see me play someone else every tournament, pretty much every time, so. No, nice. I think when offlines come back though, I'll probably stick to like two or three at most. I probably won't do this like it's kind of like I can kind of get away with it early on in pools in Australia, but like in US, I wouldn't probably play that many characters. I would just like get my two or three and stick to those. Keep your two or three, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't branch out too much. Yeah, no. Nah. All right, so MK11, there was the video game awards, and there was I think people were hoping or suspecting that there would yeah, be some I kind of so hard. bro I no i mean thing, i i know you were like posting saying don't worry boys you know there's gonna be hope <laughs> you know I'm, i've got the dog here i'm praying for you <laughs> but no mk12 and no injustice 3 no 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 tips no trailer nothing yeah and so what does uh, that what does that say to you in the scene what is what forebodes you guys for the future it's crazy because i mean obviously there's no chance they're not like they at the time they've announced something now like not announced the game but like they've said that they just can't show anything yet so um that has made it feel a bit better but like obviously it's a like it's kind of like annoying you know it's been a while since we've heard anything and they've stopped working on the other game but at the same time you know i'm i'm using this situation to make make the launch of the next game as big as possible for me so i don't even really care like that much to be honest we'll get something we're going to get something for sure so I'm just going to, you know, there's nothing I can do. I can't make them announce anything. I'm just going to take as much time and advantage like, that I can get right now before the next game drops so I'm at a better spot than I am right now. So I'm, I'm honestly fine with it. Obviously, like, I was memeing it pretty hard and, like, I was trolling, but, like, I think I think it's fine. It's It would be nice to see something new come out, and, you know, Ed Boon is a very hard man to read, so we'll see. Um, we're going to get a new game for sure. I, I hope it's next year. Probably going to be an Injustice game, but we'll see. Yeah going from previous experience right this would it would be an injustice it, it just makes no sense for them to not make it an injustice game because injustice sells very well also and like it would just be kind of funny for them to do like mk11 then like next year next game mk12 it just doesn't really fit their patterns these days um and injustice makes them a lot of money too so would i prefer mk for sure but like am i gonna be like upset if it's injustice probably not i'll probably be fine with it either way yep you remember Injustice 2, the way that that game played and its character base, the battle system, you'd be... So you're saying you'd be happy if they tried to build upon that to make an Injustice 3? 
I would just hope it changes because Injustice 1 to 2 was like pretty similar, like legacy games. So I hope they would try and make it a lot more different. Um, Injustice 2 to a lot of people was very boring. So they, they definitely need to change it a little bit to make it a bit more exciting, I guess. It's a bit too slow paced and like in some matchups it can be way too slow. So I hope they will change the game a little bit. But I mean, honestly, the game was pretty sick. Like, the characters and like the designs were a little bit boring sometimes, but overall from a from a fighting game perspective, like high level injustice was very good. So we'll see. I mean I'm I'm happy to see something new from Netherrealm regardless. Like I'll support it, whatever it is really. Yeah. So we'll see what we get. But I, I'm excited for it for sure. I think he even hint you mentioned those interviews that he did were you know, quick rapid fire question interviews. I think he did one where he might have hinted at a collab project, but there was something to do. There could have been a problem with licensing. He didn't obviously say what it was, Yeah. but I don't know. I just think maybe there was something, there was obviously something in the pipeline. Um, yeah. I think there was something planned. There was probably something more planned for MK11 as well, to be honest, but because of the whole situation, they had to, they had to just postpone it. Like they just, they had to cancel it. Like they just couldn't keep it going. It was just too hard pretty much. Yeah. So yeah i think i mean we'll see we'll see something new for sure yeah the, i mean like i'm a tekken guy and tekken only was supposed to get a year of content after its initial release <laughs> and then now a couple of years later i just don't see how they couldn't have done it for mk11 yeah exactly they could have but i mean their cycle is very usually a short lifespan like two like not lifespan but like in terms of them dropping new stuff is usually every two years so kind of in terms of their pattern it makes sense but they could have, if they wanted to, kept this game going for like a long time, and they still can. But I mean, obviously, they're not for this game. But yeah, for the future games, they could easily make a game last like five years plus. They have an extremely good amount of like content release. Usually, like the content that they put out in this game, if they just keep doing that for years and updating the game, like it would be extremely good. So, like they could do it. It's just kind of not their vision, I guess. Yeah. Going back to Ed Boon, he's a really good um, creative director. In the sense that he's a god, he's he, a god. On he Twitter, actually bro. listens to fans, like Harada. In a sense, like he doesn't kind of, he's not one of those developers that doesn't listen to his fans. Like he doesn't yeah, buck yeah. under pressure, but he's actually a genuine nice guy. For sure. I just wish that um, a lot of the, a lot of those selected people and companies, like if they could have seen this tournament that was put on, you know, the the amount of prize pool and the love, you know, it's just those little acts of, you know, like the mk base is still alive you know we want we want yeah, this game to keep going as as long as possible yeah but i guess it, the franchise is a lot more marketable you know you've got the movies and you know toys and stuff you know ticking doesn't have everything, that movie. yeah everything yeah yeah and and of course like you know fighting games are still pretty small in terms of like competitive wise so netherrealm or like and most developers maybe not all of them but like netherrealm for example like 99 percent of the player base maybe even more is like literally just playing the game like casual just having fun like so they they don't they don't need to cater to us but it's nice that they still they still make stuff happen when they do um so it's, yeah it's a different it's just a way to look at it, different way to look at it i guess mm. hopefully hopefully the next game drops they always do a lot of great tournaments on in the first two years of the game so hopefully we get a longer lifespan for the next game yeah i used to like how the studio would do a character breakdown with um, yeah, yeah, the, I, love that. I, I actually love those i mean i don't play it but i love i love them amazing. breaking through the variations um yeah, bro. did you did you have a favorite like breakdown character breakdown when they 
win you know i don't you think know? any of them in particular but i mean all of them were just really good it was just so like exciting and like such a level of hype that you can't even really match it like the way they they made like the trailers were always really good and then like you knew that there would be a breakdown coming as well so i was always looking forward to those like i don't really remember one in particular being really good but all of them have been great so yeah. i guess what i would I was i was what i was asking was for the next game would you like yeah. them to do something like that where it's like a breakdown intro 100 they should just they should do whatever they did for everything they did for mk11 just do it again it was it was the best it was a perfect reveal perfect trailers like the way they released the game and marketed the game was just seriously it was like insanely perfect so they they just need to go into that scale again with whatever's next and they'll be very successful again so i the way they ran and launched mk11 was perfect so i, I have no no doubt they're gonna crush it the next game too so what's on the what's on the what's on the plans for for Wes for twenty twenty two? Obviously, DreamHack is coming to Melbourne. I know you might be pretty psyched for that. Um, yeah, I really hope we get something something decent there. We've had some pretty big um, events in Melbourne for MK, so hopefully we get something there. And big plans for next year is again, obviously, like I said earlier, content is a huge priority of mine. So hundred um, K subs is happening next year. Hopefully, um, actually, not even hopefully, it's going to happen for sure. Hundred K <laughs> happening next year and i'll i'll very likely be going full-time uh content next year it's it's pretty much guaranteed at this point um so i'll be doing that which is extremely crazy and exciting but that's going to be happening next year especially if a new game comes out that's just like 100 percent at that the, point the, the con yeah it'll just the views will just come because of it yeah. yeah yeah and like the amount of content i'll be able to put out is just crazy like it was i can't even i can't even fathom how much i'll be doing but i'm i'm very excited for that so yeah, I'm just going to be really pushing my content like I am right now, like just staying consistent on this route, uh, keeping it very like fun and creative. Also, I'll be able to travel again. So I'm looking already at events for next year. Like I'll be definitely traveling to US and probably some EU events if there's some as well, but definitely going to the US. Like I need to get back there. Like it's just time. It's it's finally time. You know, the world's opening back up. Australia's allowed to leave again. Yeah, uh, I've been wanting to come to New Zealand for like four years, bro, and I've just been like, Dude, I don't know why I haven't. But yeah, I think mid. I think, I think next year will be the time. Yeah, I think mid January they say eligible travelers in Commerce Australia can come to New Zealand. Yeah, yeah, for they sure. Don't need... I think next year's the time. Yeah, I think next year's. I think next year's the go. And I know if I come to NZ, like Voyance YZ and all that, will definitely come. Then they would come also. to offlines. Yeah, yeah, about yeah, fucking time. So, yeah, and I, I think I'll be able to rally up a pretty solid Oz, Oz crew to get to the NZ event as well, which will be fun. And it's like, it's a lot lower cost and like less time as like going to like a US event as well. So it's pretty big, pretty easy to get there. So yeah, um, yeah, definitely we'll be coming to a lot of events next year as well as just smashing out content. That's really the plan, you know. Um, kind of just where i'm at right now but including traveling so it's going to be really f funny i hope um i think when the next game drops i'll be going insane like i'll be coming to so many events as well as just smashing out content non-stop so it's nice. gonna be a big year i think nice bro all right i'm gonna give you your final rounds questions okay all right go sweet first one is what would get you to twerk on again on stream I haven't done it yet, thank God. Um, oh, I thought you but... did already. Sorry. No, I baited. it. I, I wrote. I said if MK12 gets revealed, I'll do it. Um, but it didn't get revealed, so I didn't have to do it. Uh, if I, I'll, I'll need MK12 revealed. That's that's what it needs to be. But it needs to be in the next six months. All right, MK12 within six months to reveal. Okay. Currently, what's your most hated MK11 matchup and why? Okay. 
easily Kotokan. I lost Kotokan yesterday. Uh, he has too much health, and he's, he has a command grab that you have to jump. You can't even duck it. Like, and in Enko, that's pretty broke. Like, a few characters have it, but his command grab does like 20% of my life. So, um, Kotokan, I cannot stand that character. Also, Sub Zero online. Online, Sub Zero is the worst matchup in the game because you can't react to his overhead. So, Sub Zero online is pretty broken as well. But <laughs> those two are broke. Nice. All right. Name someone that saved you out of a jam. What does out of a jam even mean, bro? Is that the NZ tech? I don't understand. Oh, you know, just you, you've been in a you've been in a very weird situation, and someone saved you. They bailed you out. Oh, oh man, I don't even know the answer to this question. Um, you know, maybe you were meant to pay for something, but you were short of cash, or you said you'd do something for someone, but then you realized you couldn't, and then someone stepped in. I'll say Googie. Uh, Googie, if you know him, he's a he was one of the big odds and MK guys. He uh. He didn't really save me out of a gem, but he held it down a lot when we uh, when we traveled a lot. I was when I went to the US with him a lot. He was just kind of like, you know, I was a bit more. I was I had a le lot less money at the time, and he was just like always holding it down for me, you know, in a lot of events. So not really a gem, but you know, he he did help me out in a lot of situations back there in the US. So shout to Googie. Nice, Googie. All right, what's the best boys' night out you've had? <laughs> um. I think again, Googie was there too. But you know, after after a lot of like the Melbourne events, uh, we always have a big, like pretty big like after party. So one of the one of the after parties in Melbourne's always been really fun. You know, we all we all play a lot of offline games, like but we all get a bit, you know, have a few uh, fun beverages and then you know have some fun playing MK and like just money matches, offline events like that. Um, all the offline of like post post FGC event like parties are just like so much fun and like hangouts because like yeah man. everyone's like all the salt is like gone and everyone's just like enjoying the presence and like having fun so um any pretty much all of those kind of nights and finally was Mineta slash was who is your waifu uh is that a, am i a simp if i say it's my girlfriend is that a simp no a simp? it can be whoever you want no uh, I'll, I'll say uh, i'll say uh yeah i'll give it to my girlfriend she can have it <laughs> <laughs> nice dude uh, hey was was Menendo, thank you so much man for coming on hey man it's fun bro it's fun nice nah, great hey listen is there anything you want to say to your fans any last words do you want to let the people know where you'll be where, what you're doing what you're getting up to um all i'll say is please continue supporting uh whatever game you play even if it's not mortal Kombat, even if you're not a fan of mine just keep playing whatever you play it will pay off um and you'll your community will stick around if you keep playing and enjoying what you play you know be genuine with it as well um in terms of myself, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing right now. So if you want to check out anything myself, it's all just Wasmanator. Or you can check out on YouTube. It's just search Wasmanator. Any platform, you'll find me there. I'm literally on every platform. So um, if you want to check out some MK stuff, if you've never seen any of my content, go give it a watch and just give it a try. I guarantee you'll at least enjoy one of my videos. So um, go check one of those out if you want to. But yeah, I'm happy to you know, support fighting ends as much as I can. I can't wait to see a lot of you guys that are going to be watching this, especially NZ um, fellas. I can't wait to come and uh, cook you all in MK11 in NZ and see you guys soon. <laughs> hey, what are you going to do, boy? What are you going to do, Swazzy? No, nah, yeah. boy, 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 I'm coming for boy 100%. Swazzy, um, we'll see. But no, nah, I can't wait to come to some offline events. I hope you see some of you guys here in Australia as well. You know, yeah, man. a dream hack. Hopefully, we'll bring people over. And then who knows what else is going to come next year. You know, it's, a, it's an exciting time to see some offline events come back. So I'm just excited, man.